Greetings, welcome, and cheers to episode three of season three. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. I am so ready this time. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. <laughs> I'm ready too. Yes, we are ready. Let me say, we are hot and heavy into season three. We are uncorked and we are video ready. Strike a pose, ladies. And switch. And switch. And switch. Okay. Uncorked. Yes. Clink, 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 clink. Welcome, clink, clink, clink. Welcome everyone. Tonight we are going to uh, jump deep into Super Bowl 51's halftime show. That's been the hot topic all week. So we're going to talk about that tonight. But first, but first, we have to be sure that we cover our Black History Trivia. Y'all ready? Yes. Yay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I gotta get my glasses. Black... <laughs> Put your glasses on. That's right, because you gotta give us the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did a little better last week, and we're gonna do even better this week, right, ladies? Of course. We've got this. We've got this. All right, so let's get started. Question one. Who was the first black winemaker? I love it, a wine question, yes. Was it George Washington Carver, agricultural scientist, John June Lewis Sr., horticulture and land owner, Garrett Morgan, innovator and inventor, or John W. Mitchell, who became one of the top agricultural experts in the 1950s? What was the second one? The second one was John June Lewis Sr. And that's the one that owns land? Horticulturist and landowner, yes. I'm gonna go with that one. I think I'm gonna go with that one too, Paulette. I wasn't until you said that. And I was like, hmm, landowner, hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Rita? I, I uh, agree with um, Paulette. Okay. Oh. okay. All right, April, All right. did we get a ding or a bong? Ding! Yay! All right. Yes. <laughs> John June Lewis Sr. He is recognized as the first Black American winemaker in the U.S. During World War One. he was stationed in France where he learned about um, wine and grapes and, and, you know, how to, oh, what they call the vin, vin culture, viniculture. Okay. Um, he, when he came back, he inherited 10 acres of land when his father passed. Oh. And okay. he began oh, to grow his own grapes and producing wines. Okay. So, in 1940, he turned, he turned his winery into Woburn, W-O-B-U-R-N, Woburn Winery in Clocksburg, Virginia. Are you serious? It happened right here Woo! in our state. 
we gotta go there. Yes. Oh it still God. exists. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. oh, yeah. Clarksburg. Is is it is it still there? Mm-hmm. I believe so. It's still there. I believe the original house. He was. I believe he was a the son of the slave owner or his family was slaves on the farm or something. Somehow he got 10 acres of land went in a family bequeathed that to him. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So. That is impressive. That sounds like a road trip, y'all. Yeah. And a lot. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> from there. Oh, yeah. We'll go live. Okay. We we'll go live. In Clarksburg. Yeah. In Clarksburg. <laughs> oh, I don't know how far. How far away is it? Does anybody know? I, I'm checking right now. Okay. Oh okay. <laughs> That'll be a great trip. We'll let y'all know. Y'all, y'all check in. We'll let y'all know that uh, we're going live on that road Okay. Trip. All right. So while she's right. looking, um, let's go on number two. Question number two. Who was the first black female winemaker? Was it A, Lucy Stanton, first black woman to earn a four-year degree? B, Madam C.J. Walker, self-made millionaire? C, Iris Rideau, or Rideau, not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, businesswoman and activist? Or Marie Clark Taylor, botanist and the first woman to receive a scientific doctorate from Fordham University. Ooh. I'm going with the last one. I'm going to go with the I'm last one too. Say. Yeah. We just all on your coattails. So on the next <laughs> one, you probably, <laughs> she might want to let us go first because we just ride her coattails. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna That's okay. <laughs> if you right, we right. We down with it. <laughs> we trust you. <laughs> we got well. your back. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, don't answer yet, April, because she started off with Wilt. Wait a minute. <laughs> too late, too late, too late, too late. <laughs> it is Iris Rideau. Oh. She is of Creole heritage, but she started the Rideau Vineyards in Santa Nez Valley, becoming the first African-American female winery owner in the United States. And Rideau Vineyard, um has been around since 1990s so it really really oh, has just wow yeah. Yeah. that's that's how far we still we still climbing those black yeah. women we still climbing but yeah 1990s is not that far far gone right wow okay, okay. impressive okay well blessings to her but what's just located again um, this is in California. Oh. Okay. California. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it might not be a road trip, but we can surely fly out. <laughs> I'm with it. Mm -hmm. I'm with I'm that with too. <laughs> we can do a road trip there too. Yes. Yeah. I'm with it. Mm -hmm. However we get there, I'm with it. All right. Yeah. Question number three. Who is credited as the originator of Jack Daniels whiskey? Is it A, mm. Nathan Nathan Green, slave distiller. B, Garrett Morgan, innovator and inventor. C, Edmund Albius, revolutionized cultivation. Or D, Malcolm Stubblefield, 
gardener and horticulturist. You want us to go first this time, Paula? I'm not saying anything. Rita went first. You said B, Rita? Mm-hmm. Innovator and venture. I was going with B as well, so I'm going to jump on your coattails this time. And I'm going solely for the numbers. I have no clue. I'm going solely for the numbers. I'm like, this is the second time Garrett Wilkins' name been mentioned. He, it's got to be him. <laughs> yeah, he's in the adventure. I know that. I do know that. And but then I know the why it was, um, he made it, but a white man took it and took credit for it. That's well, why I called him. No, no. Okay. Well, okay. Um, April, April, that. April, just look straight ahead. Just let me let me just look and see if I can <laughs> tell anything. Just look straight ahead. Okay. You got a poker face. Yeah, yeah she, she's pretty good. She's pretty good at that. <sighs> okay. I'm always one to go something different. So I'm going with D. Malcolm Stubblefield. Okay. April okay. and, 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 and it's actually Nathan Green. What Nathan Green, the first guy? He they called him Uncle Nearest, and he was a slave who taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. And wow. shortly after Green was shortly after after the war, Green was freed and he became um jack daniels master distiller interesting wow. isn't that crazy wow. he was wow. he was he was forced wow <laughs> well you mean as a slave yeah at that time probably jack daniels yeah. probably had a gun to his head and got the recipe <laughs> but he did get freed <laughs> I mean, we can take that however we want, look at it any way we want, but, you know. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing about hey, no details. Hey, anything that's possible, you know. <laughs> All right. No. Yes, anything's possible. Okay. Wow. Question, question number four. In lieu of last week's Super Bowl, these two historically black colleges played in the first college football game between black schools in 1892. Was it A, Morehouse College and Clark College, B, Howard University and Hampton Institute, C, Biddle University and Livingston College, or D, Fisk University and Tennessee State? Mm. I'm gonna go on with him. Howard University and Hampton Institute. No, mm-hmm. mine is mine is either the first one or the last one. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna go with the first one. Morehouse and Clark. I yeah. want to go with the first one with Morehouse and Clark College. But I'm going to go with Biddle University and Livingston College. That's C. And I'll tell y'all why once we find out the answer. Okay, April. (laughs) One of you are correct. (gasps) Which is it? Don't, don't. Hmm. We'll get a prize. We'll get a prize. (laughs) I acknowledge. It is (laughs) Biddle. Biddle. And Livingston, it's 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 um Biddle University and Livingston College. Oh, are you serious? Yes, I 
1890? You're talking about in yes. 1892? Yes. 1892. I'm thinking way more Hampton and Howard. No, listen, listen. Biddle University. Okay. Biddle University and Livingston College, HBCUs. Um, Biddle is now called Johnson C. Smith University. Oh. Yeah, they beat Livingston College 5-0 on December 27, 1892. Wow. Bye. Huh. Okay. Okay. I, I know. It's like a whole other century. <laughs> 1890s. 1800s. You know, there wow. are people that refer to the previous millennium as the 1900s. I mean, technically it is. I get that. But I don't like to be referred to some, as someone who was born in the 1900s. I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that too. Sorry. But yeah, that's what the young folks say now. The 1900s. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me reveal how I guess that right answer. So somehow, I guess I don't know if the right answers were turned a different color, text uh, color. Uh, but this one, <laughs> April forgot to turn it back to the same color as all the others. So that's how I guessed it. <laughs> uh, I highlighted it in blue. Yes, I did. I see it right here. You cheated. Smart. <laughs> cheated. She cheated. She cheated. She really cheated. Oh my gosh. I so used no, my resources. No way she should have guessed that. I'm like, how did you? <laughs> Smart, but dang. <laughs> and here I am thinking she was going to have this long, drawn out, really intense educational story behind her choice and nothing. Mm -mm. Just cheated. Just plain. Cheated. Look, at least she's accountable. Don't be a hater. Okay. At least she's accountable, honey. Yeah, a lot of folks think. Okay, I say the word. Be another episode. <laughs> okay, y'all. Number five. Who said it? Quote, don't sit down and wait for opportunities to come. Get up and make them. Was it A, Maya Angelou? B, Harriet Tubman? C, Madam C.J. Walker, or mm. D, Rosa Parks? Mm. I'm choosing two this time, but somebody else go first. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll go first this time. I'm going to say Madam C.J. Walker since she was a self-made millionaire. I say Madam too. Madam C.J. Letty? B and C. Big two. Yep. <laughs> I can't pick B and C. Yep, I did. I have a choice. <laughs> you have commitment issues? <laughs> right now, yeah. <laughs> On this question, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, I can see how both of those could, they, they would say that. Yeah. What you mean? You see how that, what you try, you trying to say both of them wrong. Oh, you know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that could, you know, that could be either or, you know, but it's only one. So, ding. 
ding, and a half a ding for you. <laughs> it is Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, <laughs> half a ding. No, she didn't give me a half a ding. She gave me half <laughs> So you was half right, half wrong. <laughs> so I got a ding, ding, ding. Uh, what? You, got a, you got a ding. You ain't got a ding, ding. <laughs> Hope you don't have a ding. That depends on who you at. <laughs> no ding ding for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, that was oh. fun. <laughs> and I will be honest, Madam CJ Walker was turned blue also, but I would have guessed that anyway because of her being a self made millionaire. And I knew it wasn't Rosa Parks because she won't get up for nobody. No, I'm not getting up. <laughs> That was my Rosa Parks impersonation. Said no. Thank you. Thank you. No. <laughs> he said no. Y'all crazy. All right. We did good, y'all. That's we did good this round. You're getting better at the Black History Trivia. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> it must be our attire. Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Ancestors I see. Are we got this African us. thing. Yeah. African inspired going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find anything African. So I would um, power to the people. You You're did. Afrocentric, you honey. Well. You did well. Yes. Yes. All rise. Yes. Right. Solid. Glamorous. That's right. And what is your necklace? It will be televised. I like the necklace too. I, yeah. I love your necklace. Very nice. Very nice. The yeah. elephant. Yes. Is that an elephant? Okay, I can tell what it was. That's very nice. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. So now Good. what we got next, y'all, we're going to do this wine tasting. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. 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 Finally. Yes. So everybody open up their bottles of wine. Yes, I am. And am April, I should I announce what wine we are um, reviewing? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be our first monthly review of whatever wines that we decide to. I don't know how we're going to decide. We pick a, na a name out of a hat or what have you, but whatever we decide, we're just going to pick one wine and we're going to give our review based on um, what it smells like, you know, what it tastes like, what we feel, what, you know, whatever, you know, make us feel, whatever experience we feel when we are drinking this wine. So that's what we're going to review it. Either we're going to like it and we're going to say cheers, or if we don't like it, we're going to say clomp. <laughs> so a ding or a dog. Exactly. Right. And this week's, this month's review is going to be on, let me get this right, 19 Crimes Chardonnay by Martha Stewart. Martha Shard. Martha's Shard. Oh, it's called Martha's Shard. Let me get that Martha's right. Okay. Yes. Nice. Very nice. Great choice. Yes. Why are you this so goddamn young? So what? <laughs> What you say? You know the biscuit You know. Oh, she talking about how young she look on the bottle. <laughs> oh, I could have she was speaking African. <laughs> I didn't know no. what she was talking about how young she looks on the bottle. I'm I'm like, Can I be myself? <laughs> 
Don't come for Martha. Martha says she wants to look young on the bottle. Ain't nothing wrong. Look at the picture. Do you see a picture on the um? Look at the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know damn well this ain't Martha. That's her. They just airbrushed. Look at that girl. Yeah. Give it to her. This is my theory why they're do why she's doing Chardonnay is because Snoop Dogg he does red wine. He does the red and he does the rosé. Okay. Um, so I why was wondering why he never come out with a, a Chardonnay because you know that's my drink that I like to drink and that explains why because she's doing this, doing it. Okay. Yeah. That he's way they won't be partners. competing. They got business together. together. Exactly. Yeah, because he. Um, she probably like, I do white um, and own nineteen crimes. They don't own it, but you know, so them both crime crime together. Oh, she deserved to be on the bottle, yes. Right. (laughs) Making money. Put it this way, she has the accolades to be on the bottle, fitting 19 crimes. So I get it. Along with the 13.8% alcohol, too. It should have been 19%, you know, since it's 19 crimes, brother. It's showing <laughs> overcoming diversity to become folk heroes. And this spirit lives on today through innovators like Martha Stewart, uh-huh. a self made icon who oh. built a domestic empire. Uh-huh. So Martha's drive embodies the timeless values of the 19 crimes. Maverick, who came before her, and then yep. you scan on the IQ code for more information. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was good. I'm glad you read. I was going to ask if somebody would read that. That's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. All right. So, who's tasting? Could you open oh, up I your bottle? Open it. Oh, oh yeah. I'll, somebody help me okay. with this wine bottle, girl. <laughs> You That's why silly. you need one of these. Oh. Yes. Oh, you need one of these. Yes. yes. I, I got, I one, got one because of my tendonitis. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Because people can't can't open up their wine and got arthritis in their hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta be able to keep going. We gotta keep going. Exactly. <laughs> and we ain't that strong enough either to open pull a cork out of the bottle. All right, so we're going to do our, our senses, basically what we see, what we taste, and what we smell. So actually, what we see, um, what we smell, and then taste in that order. Sounds good. Oh, she is, um, this thing is in here tight. It is. It is in there very tight. Mm. So are we doing a review okay. on this? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, for my review right now, trying to open up the wine bottle is definitely <laughs> um what you call a child poof. Okay. <laughs> oh, because she had looked like she was having trouble. Oh, you got forever to open the bottle. It's so hard to open. <laughs> so hard to open. Critique the You know? Yes. So so Sarita, is it safe to say you would like for it to be easier to open? Um, yeah. One of those okay. um, electric wine openers that April got. <laughs> you mean one of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's electric? I ain't even uh, it, like, it should be USB. Yeah, I, I need it's one of them. 
This is battery operated. Oh, yours is battery? Mm-hmm. What does it say? What does it say? D I have one, but mine charges up. Mine is USB. Y'all oh, okay. Do it say D batteries? It looked like it does. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so is that a wine opener? Oh, ne- never mind. That's a different show. Okay, yeah, go ahead, y'all. D batteries. Wow. Uncorked after dark show for Clubhouse. <laughs> okay, so just look at how does it look to you guys. It looks light to yeah, me. Very light. Very light. Mm-hmm. Very light. But um, but when I swirl it in my glass, it looks thick. What's the pussy? Yeah. Oh, I see it. Well, it's a little that, thin. But it down it's a little fast, thin. Though. It's light. It, it, it looks like it's light. Looking at it, the it glass. It runs down the glass. glass very fast. It runs down the glass very fast. It doesn't run down slow. Mm-hmm. If it was thicker, looking, wouldn't it run down it, slower? Not necessarily. I'm just looking at, you know, when you stir like soup or um yeah it just looks thick to me to me um but yeah it smells and i kind of smell i smell grapes white grapes (laughs) yeah white grapes (laughs) oh what I smell, I smell a, a hint of apple. I smell green apples. Okay. Oh, huh. Mm-hmm. Now, is it common to use apple in wine? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. it yeah, apples or um, any fruit, really. You can infuse really? spices um, okay. into the wine, you know, but that's what I smell. Um like apricots or plums, pears, anything that can infuse in the wines to give it up. Grapes are the the, uh, predominant fruit, of Mm -hmm. of course. Okay. Okay. Is it possible that you can put vegetables in wine? I've never heard of You mean like marijuana? Because food... (laughs) (laughs) I was just asking, because food fumigate, right? Exactly. I believe there is marijuana infused wine. We'll uh, we'll review that for our 420 episode. Yeah, there are 420 episodes. Yeah, a lot of alcohols as well. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of alcohols that have infused. Yes. Okay, let's taste. If you haven't already, Sarita beat us to it. (laughs) Have two. (laughs) Sarita doing a different kind of show. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like these faces, y'all. What's going on? Uh, oh my goodness! It's sweet. Oh, I'm disturbed. It's it's a little tart for it's me. Sweet. Tastes nothing. Tastes it's like I don't. I don't taste Chardonnay. It. You sure you ain't got messed up and put? It tastes like Moscato. No, no, no. Not Moscato, Moscato. I know oh. Moscato is very sweet. I understand okay. that. But this is right behind it. Okay. <laughs> well, everybody's taste sweet. buds is different. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't taste the sweetness to it, but I, I don't taste any, you know, the, the, the aromas that we were smelling. I don't taste that. I don't either. It's, to me, 
black. That's what it tastes like. It's oh, wow. black wine that has been sitting out for two days. Oh, wow. Okay. Y'all gonna make me write this review. Oh, wow. I, I mean, that's just my opinion. I I, uh, I don't like it. I will drink it, though. Of course. It's, drink it's what they say is quaffable. Mm -hmm, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with the thirteen point eight percent, I'm not gonna throw it away if I have to add some right. pineapple juice or pineapples or something to it to make it sweeter for my palate because I like it a little sweeter. It doesn't have to be, you know, sweet tea sweet, but I like it sweeter. Now, what I can tell you is that I'm actually pairing this with um, I made um, a piece of salmon um, <laughs> when shrimp, and I made a parmesan uh, lemon butter uh, cream sauce. Ooh. Okay, so that <laughs> when I when I pair it with that, mm -hmm. I actually I'm pretty sure because of the lemon butter sauce, I'm tasting more lemon in the wine, and it makes it a lot drier. Mm. Makes it a lot drier. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So pairing it with seafood, it brings out those um, flavors that to me is kind of flat. Mm. Right. And it depends on what flavors you have on the seafood. Like I said, I had a, a lemon, a lemon butter Parmesan type of cream sauce on it. So it brings out that exactly what you said, April. So if the, if it was made maybe blackened or, you know, any other sauce, teriyaki or whatever it is, and it's probably going to bring out those flavors. Mm. Yeah. So if you guys were going to rate this wine on a scale of one to 10, let me hear your rating with one being the worst, 10 being the best. Four for me. Four. <laughs> okay. So there you have it, folks. A four, not a very favorable wine, but we're going to drink it anyway. Okay. Because <laughs> we ain't no haters. No, no, no. And we're not going to throw away any yeah. wine, you know. And, and, and for those of you that don't know, and I'm learning this myself too, um, wines if you find a wine or have a wine that you don't like it doesn't matter if it's, if it's white or red to my understanding um, from the different wine tastings i've been to if it's something that you don't like and if you like myself and you like it sweet add fruit to it when you add the fruit to it then that will sweeten it up for you i mean hey i will give it to somebody that wants to add fruit to it because some people don't like things floating around in their in their drinks or what have you so that is something you know to consider Great point. Great point. Thanks, Good Lady. Point. I'm not a fruit person, but I like to enjoy the wine as it has been intended to. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I see a lot of people who do that and they love it, you know. So each is on. Yep. Great. All right. Wine is wine is wine. Is wine. No, not. Well, it's not. I mean, obviously. <laughs> give us give it about two more, three more sips, and then it start changing up on you. <laughs> a lot of things if it yeah, has enough you, alcohol it, nothing doesn't matter anymore well we'll be looking at this you know this is really good yeah, oh this, this is great oh, honey you are gorgeous hey girl <laughs> <laughs> too <That's funny>. so <laughs> well great great 
a great wine tasting and I'm excited about doing this and uh, we'll be doing this again next month. So tune in for that. If you have a wine that you want us to review, give us a, uh, send us a message and let us know that you would like us to review it. And we certainly will. And by all means, if you have a wine and you would like for us to review it on the show, please contact us and let us know. So ladies, right. let's switch gears. Okay. Let's switch gears and let's talk about what everyone's talking about this week. The Super Bowl 51 halftime show. <laughs> Give it up for the 992000. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm yeah, crippling. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so everything. I'm so excited to see the Super Bowl halftime. I was just so in awe. That was my hour. That's Generation Z, baby. You're not Generation Z, sweetie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You just cut her off. You are Generation X. Oh, excuse but- me. Generation X. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Wait a minute. Generation X starts in what? Um, 1965, I believe, oh. to 1980. Don't get me to lie. Say again. Is it up to 85 or 80? It might be 85. Hold on. What is Gen X? Let's see. Because I get missed 65 up. to 80. 65 to 80. Woo, I said that off the top of my head, too. Okay, wow. so did, okay, okay, so did good. Generation X. Yes. 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 And it was Gen X. X. So it was quite, it was quite um, a Generation X uh, halftime show, which was fantastic. It was also a great feat, if you will, for hip hop music, because yes. there's not been a hip hop headliner in the, right. uh, as the Super Bowl main act. So that yeah. was exciting to see happen as well. So yeah. after after watching, I know there are a lot of different uh, thoughts that people had with regards to the halftime show, especially with it being uh, all hip hop, hip hop R&B, but primarily hip hop. What are y'all's thoughts? Give us a review on the Super Bowl 51 halftime show. What do you say? I love it. I, I loved it. Yes. I it was hands down. It was, I give it a 10. I give it a ding ding. I give it a cheers. I give it a high hose. It was amazing. I, I had fun yeah. watching it because yeah. I felt yeah. I was going to jump right through that screen and I thought I was going to just be a part of all of it. <laughs> it was Absolutely. a whole dance party, girl. It really was a whole dance yeah. party. Yes. <laughs> yes. What about you, Paulette? What were your thoughts? Same thing? Oh, yeah. man. Man. And then, um, Someone on on um, social media, which I love it, they came out. They said, "When is Mary J gonna come out with her own line of thigh high boots?" Hello, and I'm like, yes, girl, and make sure they wide mm-hmm. enough for the big thighs, girl. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. yes, she really here for it. It was she really served up. She served yeah. up that book, honey. It was she was fabulous. She was. Fabulous. I wanted yeah. to see more of her, though. I really yeah. wanted to see yeah. more, but I know they didn't have a whole lot of time. It was good to see Fifty out there too. It was good yes, to see that. Did. That surprise there. We didn't know that was happening. I and I love no. my man Eminem. He he 
Hey. That's right. That's down, right. She's strong. Even though they knee. didn't want him to, he got down on that knee. That's right. Well, yeah. actually, I yeah. say that. I was about actually, to say that. The, oh. the, the they that didn't want him to, we obviously know who they were, any bigoted people. But the Super Bowl committee, the NFL did not have a problem with it. That I did find out through research mm -hmm. about two days ago. The okay. NFL was well aware he was going to take a knee, and they did not discourage him against taking a knee. So they, they were made aware of it through several rehearsals. So, oh, yeah. okay. so because they had ample time to cut that footage or at least um, show a different camera. Um, they didn't have to show him doing it. So, yeah, I was all for I was like, yes, Colin Kaepernick, do it, do it. And it was a lot of it was so much of a tribute to a lot of things, not just hip hop. But when they did um, Tupac, when they did yes. Tupac, they did California. It was in that too, right? California. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think they led with that song. I think yes. they started off that song. Um, but oh, what's the song that Tupac did? Oh yeah, um, I'm not mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. So. I thought was just an option. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. I thought oh, that. What do you guys think about? No, let me say this. Super Bowl <laughs> halftime was off the chain. <laughs> let me say this, okay? Y'all had y'all chance with y'all expecting what y'all thought about halftime. Now it's my turn. Shoot. I love the energy. Everything. Generation X was on point. I love everything about it from what Snoop had on. He was they told him not to wear the bandana outfit. Something that they told uh uh Dr. Dre not to do something. He did it anyway. Eminem, whatever his name is, Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> You've been drinking too much, y'all. They told him not to take a knee. He did it anyway. They yeah. didn't tell him not to take a knee. That was false. The NFL did not tell sure? him not. They, did, they yes. told him not to. He did, they okay. did not tell okay. him that. Right. Okay. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, so that was a rumor. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> but they did, yeah. tell, um, they did tell Snoop not to wear no blue, right? I believe so. I did not read that, but I've heard that. I believe so. I don't know that not to be did true. Did they tell him not, not to um, use a C, um, gang slang, whatever? I would imagine that they football. would have, but I didn't see it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wow. was quit walking. We learned how to quit walking. Even the young kids. Yeah, you know what quick walk is, man. The show was yeah. awesome. I enjoyed it. Was, it. It, it was one. Yeah, it awesome. Um, what I was going to say was when um the Dr. Dre fashion. Did y'all see? Did y'all notice oh, that? Yes. The dancers who was performing. Um, the performers were Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige. Oh, you mean when Kendrick Lamar? Was performing. Kendra Lamar. Kendra yes. Lamar. It was Kendra yeah. Lamar. Yes. When when he came, that was a surprise to me too. Because you know he's a Pulitzer Pulis Prize winner, right? Yeah. And so when he came out and the dancers had on that Dr. Dre sashes, oh my like, yeah. that is so that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, then they had the say Dre and say Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, that was cool. That was cool. It, yeah, it was um, it was quite a monumental event. It was epic. It really was. It's being called, you know, all kinds of things. Of course, we know that there are, are people that were not happy about it. There are people who are not big hip hop fans. I'm not a huge hip hop fan. However, that music was much, the music that was represented there was much of my young adult life. And I certainly enjoyed it at that time. And then, of course, I enjoyed it um, during the Super Bowl on Sunday. And I was dancing in my room just like everybody else was dancing, um, like we were there in concert with them. Um, I wanted to ask you guys what you did think, though, about first, there were people that were criticizing Dr. Dre. And I don't know if so much criticizing as much as they were thinking they were sympathizing with him because apparently he spent $7 million to bring this to the stage, to make this happen for the performance itself. And of course was paid $0 to do it. Yeah. Um, did y'all read about that? Have y'all seen the, the, the stories and the, the complaints, the gripes on social media where people have been talking about that? So I, you're saying that he put down money and then no one got what what you don't get paid for doing the, the Super Bowl. Right. Because Mary right. Jane was on one of the radio shows that she was talking about. You don't get paid, but it's the accolades from that and the yes. scene yes. and the exposure and all that good right. stuff. She said, yep. you know, it's, it's a one in a lifetime thing that you're gonna do. So that's that's major to your career, but you don't get mm. paid for doing the um right. for the halftime show for Super Bowl. But yes, Dr. Dre did put in his own money, you know, to make it, you know, for him. Yeah. And he made he did a great job. I mean, that was it was money well spent. But yeah, it was interesting that people were talking about that on social media. And I was like, if they just read a little bit, they will see Super Bowl um, headliners don't get paid. It is about the accolades. It is the grandest stage, really, that you can perform on. Everyone does not get the chance to perform on it. It's generally a once in a lifetime type of thing. But um, yeah, that people were complaining about that. But yeah, you don't get paid. Right. I haven't heard that, but I, people yeah. always got to complain about something, you know. <laughs> and especially you not even put, did you put in your two cents in this million dollars that he put in? No. Then they can just shush it. People <laughs> always got something to say. Always. <laughs> always got something to say when they talk about Dre. How about that? Hey, hey. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, it's normally a once in a lifetime. It's really a once in a lifetime kind of a thing to be a headliner. I know Mary J appeared in another halftime show, although she wasn't the headliner. I think Nelly has appeared in two, <laughs> not to bring Nelly up in the midst of the uh, Super Bowl discussion. We'll it's okay to bring that up. Yeah, let's talk about Nelly. Speaking <laughs> of Nelly. <laughs> what a segue. Poor Nelly. Poor Nelly. Uh, what? Is that what we call it? Segway. <laughs> so, as you may not know, a couple weeks ago, there was a video leaked of uh, apparently mistake. Nelly. You said what? By mistake. By mistake. Get it supposedly right. by mistake of not Nelly. supposedly. It was by mistake. We had a conversation. Just joking. Yeah. Just joking. Well, there are people that don't believe it was a mistake, regardless of the fact that Nelly says it was a mistake. So that's why I said supposedly. But, you know, who knows? For, for, Nelly says it was a mistake, that it was leaked of him receiving oral copulation 
from a young lady. Uh, of Nelly, all you saw, of course, was him being copulated, <laughs> his penis. Although the young lady, you saw all of her face. So that was unfortunate, in my opinion, for the young lady. But what was unfortunate for Nelly <laughs> were the reviews he received after the, the little slip up. I mean, the the leak <laughs> of, of the little I mean, the, the release that was of body shaming yeah he was body shaming him really they didn't say that nothing about his body, body shaming. <laughs> maybe you need to question your size <laughs> what did we did we all see it did, I saw did we it. all see Yes, and you Did have you no idea what else he can do with that. Go ahead, get a sip. And Paula, oh, I have to Peter definitely saw it because she was talking about she ain't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be on camera, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> now I thought that the body shaming also was a little severe. I mean to use that word, but whatever. It was severe because I mean he's not the biggest, no. But he's but he not, not the smallest either. Yeah. yeah. Come on, women's women's. Come on. That's why I say the women that, that talk about that maybe they need to question their size. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Letty mm -hmm. went there. She oh, chose violence. How deep is your love, honey? Mm -hmm. How deep is your love? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just have to say that. And yeah, I shared a, a Nelly meme, the Vienna sausage oh, wow. meme, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to do it for a laugh. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, as they say, that's not small. Wasn't that small? think so either. I just jump, jumped on the bandwagon of the joke. As they used to say back in the day, back in my day, it's not the size of the ship, it's the motion of the ocean. Motion of the ocean. Hmm. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, regardless of what size it is, if you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> right. Hmm. Exactly. And, I, and I'm sure we've all had, you know, varying yeah, experiences. That's after dark. That's after dark, yes. And not all is related to size. And we'll have more on that on Uncorked After Dark on Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, girl, you I mean, said it so I mean, to you this summer. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's move on. What about, um, have y'all read about Shikari Richardson, the latest on Shikari Richardson? Yes. She tweeted um, about the Olympics. Because she, what was it? Two was it two years ago? And it was the Olympic, the Summer Olympics of twenty what twenty? It was twenty twenty. Yes, twenty twenty. Okay, and then she was grounded because her mother had passed, and she took partaking of the green lettuce, a marijuana. You can say marijuana and is legal in most states. <laughs> yeah. But she was not well, able say to the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce, you know. Uh, but she was not able to partake in the Olympics, and it sat her down because of it. Right now, twenty twenty two. She be mad. She deserves to be mad. 
Wouldn't you 2022. be mad? What's the young lady's name? Camilla Valieva. Valieva. Yes, she tested positive for a doping. Okay. Doping. Well, the, the, doping. Drug that, the drug she tested positive for is a banned drug called trimetazine. I can't say it right. I practiced this before I came on. T-R-I-M-E-T-A-Z-I-D-I-N-E. I'm so ashamed of okay, myself. So but in any way. Opioids. Well, it's a medic. It's a medicine no. usually used to treat angina attacks, which are um, cardiac cardiac episodes. But it, all, but it is also so known to but it is it's also known to improve endurance in athletes. So mm -hmm. Valieva tested positive for this in December, and once she tested positive for this, she was immediately suspended from the games. And then she appealed it and the court of arbitration reversed the decision and allowed her to compete in the uh, Tuesday sig uh, singles figure skating event. She is favored to win gold. However, the IOC did announce that she is ineligible to win a medal until her doping case is closed. So although she oh. was cleared to compete she still may not be able to win a medal, just depending on what the findings are. Depending on the outcome of her doping what case. The what the fuck the goal that's was then? That's just, that's just politics right there. That's politics in your face right there because let's say she does win a medal. Let's say she wins the gold, but they can't mm -hmm. give her the gold. So let's say her case closes and she's clear. They're going to give her th that gold medal. So right. that's BS. So I, I understand. Um, she mm -hmm. definitely has. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. a lot of people up in a, a war over this. You know, it's, it's, it fathoms the mind of how some people can get away with a whole lot of stuff. Yep. But then when yep. other people know it, it's a problem. Yep. Yep. So y'all yep. see it? Do you see it really as a parallel situation with one being marijuana, also a banned substance, and this being a banned substance as well that can also enhance uh, performance? What well, marijuana doesn't? Marijuana it does. is not a performance enhancing drug. That is That's true. It's what, simply a ban. So me about this. It's a banned right. drug, regardless. It's, it's a ban, but right. it's just like this is. But it, the reason why it's bad, it's it's not it does not do anything as far as your performance is concerned. What she took, and then the reason what okay, this is what I read. She said that she received contact with this drug is because her grandfather drunk from a glass, and then I guess she picked up the glass and she drunk from the same glass, and therefore she has contact with mm. the drug. And that's how that's she a, tested positive. Now she learned. <laughs> See, not that's saying that right. not, but does that really, really is that's the defense that she came up with. And, and I that's why thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And that's why I say it's nothing but politics behind that. Mm -hmm. Nothing. First of all, it's COVID. 
Now, who in their white mind gonna pick up a glass behind somebody else drinking from it and then try to say they contacted from that part? That's some bullshit. I'm sorry. Excuse my friends, but that's how I feel. They don't even sound right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is suspect. Nah, <laughs> she lying. She knows she lying, and she's doping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doping up. I call it dope. She doped yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I I agree with that. The right. only thing I, they need I to let Chicago make... back in the Olympus and go ahead and compete because she will, but she just missed her opportunity. This person, no, but she wouldn't. It's a systematic racism, though. It is always in the system, and it's that same book, you know, what they do. And that's why we putting a stop to it. We see, we call it out as we see fit, and we got a problem with. Nope, don't try it, cause it ain't gonna work. Take yeah. that, take that woman out too, because Sakala's out. She gotta right. come out too. Right. Hey. right. And 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 the way I see it is like they were saying that this was found in her system in December, but we're just now hearing about it now. Why? Because y'all let her compete. Compared to the other young lady, you found it in her system. And it was time for it, before the Olympics started, that stuff could have been out of her system. Just like it was out of this girl's system by the time she started the Olympics here in February. So y'all could have did the same thing to the young lady that was running, that was going to be running. You should, you should. It's, it's, it's not fair. It's just not fair. This girl should not have competed, period. I'm glad she appealed it. Good for you for appealing it because you want to come up with this whole story on how this all this stuff happened. But the other young lady explained how it happened to her, too. And by the time she would have started running, as long as she stayed clean that whole time, that stuff could have been out of her system. I have to wonder if, you know, Shikari had said, you know, I don't know. um, I I, I drank after a family member and caught a contact from, you know, or I walked into a family member's room after they had smoked marijuana and that's how it got into my system. Had she mm-hmm. not admitted smoking marijuana, would they have done anything differently? I, I, I don't believe they would have done anything differently. I still think they would have stopped her from competing. Yep. But I agree, ladies, that there is something unfair and unjust in this decision mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. here, just to April's point here, we're talking about, yes, a banned substance, both banned substances, but only one of them enhances performance. I have yep. a problem with that. Yeah, you know? I'm with you. I'm I don't care you. how yeah. she came across it. You have a an, 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 an performance enhancing drug in your system. You should be disqualified, period. 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 <laughs> period. Yeah, it's, I tell you. And, but, I, you know, to Rita's point, when we see something, say something. When we, when we are experiencing something that is unjust, because it's not going to be, nothing will be reversed likely, you know, as a result of any of this. However, we can yell it at the top of our lungs and make people hear it, make everyone listen to it because it is unjust. Yeah. Because now that now they're telling us this happened in December, we didn't hear about it in December, did we? No, we did not. I didn't. Not at all. Mm -hmm. You heard about it in December. She appealed it that quick. Right. So she can compete by February. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we never heard about it happening in the Right. It wasn't broadcast. No. As soon as it happened to Miss Richardson, heard about it. Immediately. 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 Yeah. And it was nothing, like you said, nothing to enhance her, her performance. Nothing right. to enhance. 
her performance. And yeah. mentally, she was going through some stuff. And right. you could, she couldn't appeal it and give her time for that stuff to come out of her system so she can raise. Right. Yeah, it was too But you didn't want to give it Right. And regardless of how people might feel about Shikari and her attitude and how she carries herself or has carried herself at whatever rate, it, none of that matters. We're looking no. at the objective facts of the situation right. and it does, it does uh, it give the feel of systemic racism and it's, it's right. just not right. Not right. Yep. As we yep. talk about suspensions, I know we mentioned early on in an earlier uh, episode, we talked about Whoopi Goldberg being suspended from The View I think she was suspended for two weeks for having um, made the statement about the Holocaust not being racially motivated. Um, of course, she since received feedback from many people on social media and rescinded what she said and apologized for what right. she said, even though many said she didn't need to apologize. She still apologized and admitted she did not, she, because she, after gaining new information, sees it differently. And mm -hmm. I just find, find that very mature for mm -hmm. a person to be able mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. I saw an article that talked about the ratings of The View uh, yeah. during the first week, I believe, that Whoopi was uh, suspended and that mm -hmm. they had hit a record low, a season low in viewers and key sales during the week that Whoopi Goldberg was suspended. Did they change her suspension to a week versus two, or is she still suspended for a second week? I don't know. But yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm looking. Um, it doesn't say. I think, but I at any rate, suspended, but I don't know. I, I think what bad. I saw was still two weeks. She's bad, and it, and it says something about um. When she was suspended, mm -hmm. a lot of the views lower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just talking about. The views, um, they lost viewership and some key sales. Uh, they said the total viewers, women 18 to 49 and women 25 to 54, rating during the week of seven, uh, February 7th through February 11th. Mm -hmm. um, those were the, let's see here, season low. And those were the age groups in which they saw the drop in viewership. And I would say, I mean, those are significant. That's a wide range. So it don't matter yeah. what age group is dropped. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> season low. Didn't say all time low, but didn't say season low. Mm -hmm. That'll teach them, huh? <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing about it is. She I read that article. The articles stated that it's amazing that when Whoopi Goldberg, in her air, you know, um, said what she said, uh -huh. and the network had set her down for two weeks. Mm -hmm. right. But Miss Megan McCain said anything and everything off the side of her neck about the MAGA about Trump, this, that, and the other, all the different conspiracies that she found them on the show, they say absolutely nothing. So again, we are always held to a different standard as Black women to the rest of the world. And it gets Can I ask y'all this? Can I ask y'all this? Because I agree absolutely okay. 100%. Uh, again, 
to situations completely handled completely differently. What mm -hmm. is y'all's response to the fact that it was a black woman who suspended Whoopi? I feel it was like a black she did executive. It. I mm -hmm. feel like she did it because um, pretty much she was pressured to do it. Like she had to do something um, because she's in that position and because it affected um, a whole nother culture and race that supports the show and you know as well as the, the the station and all of that good stuff so it's something that in her case I, I just feel like it was something she had to do because that was her job you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. something that she had to do something about it if she okay. didn't then she was going to get in trouble for for uh, for not doing something about it you know, it was going to come down on her. So I just feel like she was doing it because that was just part of her job she had to do. I think if he really had the choice, she may not have done anything about it. Let so them you, don't think she had, you don't think she had a choice at all? I don't think she had a choice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nope. That's good insight. I hadn't thought of it that way. What do y'all think? Mm. I think that's, I I think that's part of it. I don't know what made her get suspended. I really didn't read to that point or how she got suspended but I do know that they had to do is go by the protocol whatever happened mm -hmm. they have to go to go by the protocols for everybody they get suspended from whatever show so for me being Goldberg, Goldberg she's up there she's been on the view for so I don't know how many years but I know she's been on there for a long time well, um, for her to be suspended for something, I don't know what she got suspended for, so I don't only speak for what I'm seeing. But she uses how long was she suspended for? Seven well, days. Let, let me go ahead and, and bring you let me bring you up to speed with it. So she was suspended for making the statement that the Holocaust against the okay. Jews, the Holocaust was not racially motivated. She and she referred after it happened, she got a lot of backlash. She states that she misspoke. She apologized okay. for it. Okay. Well, that is a sensitive matter. She and started to, to something yeah. that can affect for other people may be offended. I can understand why. This is something that's a blow over. That's what they do. So this is something that they used to doing this for years and years and years. If somebody that says something out of the pocket or whatever, they're going to suspend you for a week or a couple of days. So this is something that this is not new. It's not also new. Rita, you have a right to you have a freedom of speech. You have a right to say whatever you say about the Holocaust. But what would you say? Follow how, however, Rita, the person that suspended her is all it that is it. Let me. What is her title? Linda, is she president? Oh, girl, let me find it. But she's over um, the, uh, the, the, not just the show, but she's also over um, the network. The network is what I'm, that's the word I was looking okay. for, Sarita. And she's black. Oh, 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 and she's black too. Yes, ma'am. And my, Why my, she got to do what she got to do. I mean, that's, I'm not trying to know. I'm looking, look, 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 look. look. She gotta do what she gotta do to spin Goldberg. Okay, you know the protocol. You can't say certain things because it is a sensitive matter. 
And if somebody's going to speak about it, then um, you're going to lose your career or you want to be sat down for a second. Let this stuff blow over and then we'll see. But next time, uh-uh. You can't say certain things that's going to be a sense of the matter. You're talking about Holocaust. It's like talking about slavery. Like you're trying to deny slavery. Holocaust, that's for Jewish people. You know, same thing, same effect, same trauma, same PTSD, the same, you know, the whole emotional state. So you can't say something like that. That's very sensitive to Jewish people. So, wait a minute. Hold up. Whoa, back. Did <laughs> <laughs> she just marry a Jewish man? <laughs> a Jewish but but she's not Jewish, I don't believe. She's not Jewish, but she married no. to a Jewish. She must be married with her husband. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I don't think she's married anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She, she she's not still know so enough we, about the culture. She should know better. Yeah, and more, I think she I think it just yeah. it just kind of rolled off my like well, I think we talked about this a little bit before. I think she said it. Because in her mind, I know I would have been thinking, but I wouldn't have said it. However, I've been thinking, I'm black. <laughs> That's what I know about. I know about the trauma that we've been through. I've seen the trauma that we've been through. And I'm not saying that I'm trying to downplay Jewish, but I guess she was trying to make um, a, a relationship, you know, between the two and try, not trying to downplay anything that they went through. It was just, she was saying that was more of him trying to just he's just really trying to get rid i mean the way that he did it was just as bad as what we went through and i don't think she was thinking all of that through when she said it right. it just kind of flowed out you know what i'm saying kind of like what we're doing right now you know yeah. and she just didn't put yeah. much thought into it but she wasn't i don't think she had no malice in it at she all. did right none I didn't, I didn't, no. but I you know how people are they're about the negative. So they're going to find something and they're going to drill her for it. And especially for somebody who don't like her. Oh, you know, they're going to eat that up. And cancel culture, you know. <laughs> but I have to ask this. So Rita, you're, because there was a question on the table or a comment made, uh, April made the comment, you know, Megan McCain has been on the MAGA bandwagon many, many times when she has spoken and she's never been suspended. So do you feel like it's, it's, you know, is the same thing? Is it not the same thing? What is your, I, I get your thought that it's a big deal and, you know, it may not have been wrong to suspend her. Who knows? And, and I appreciate that opinion, but is it different for Whoopi versus Megan McCain? For me, was this the same think, woman there at the time though? I thought Megan McCain, McCain was um, a suspended before. Was, was she? she? Something out of pocket. Can you look into that? I mean, because sure. I think she was. No, because social media would have brought that up immediately once that would have happened. I didn't see anything yeah, about you that. You already know. Well, let me just let me just say this too about the black woman who sat with me down for two weeks. Um, black folks in position sometimes have to appear as though they're not showing favoritism to other black folks and that's why i said part of that she had a lot of pressure on her to make these decisions but another part of her could have also stood up and say hey she apologized like everything else it will blow over 
And it did, whether Whoopi would have been there or she would have been gone for two weeks, it still would have blown over. But sometimes we're so want to not appear as though we're looking out for one another, but when we really should be looking out for one another, because white folks do it all the time. They implore their own, they look after their own. So when we decide to do that, it's look as though we're not supposed to do that ourselves. So I think that was part of it, that she did not want to appear that she was showing, I don't, I don't know a term for it, but Black favoritism or female pre, um, favoritism towards Whoopi. She had to show that she was authoritative separately in her own right. So again, a, a pressure to act not necessarily from an external source, but from herself internally, mm -hmm. still a pressure to act. And her name is Kim Godwin and she was, she is ABC news president. That's what she is, is the lady who suspended okay. Whoopi. Okay. Thank you. Great insight. And it appears uh, Rita that no, Megan McCain has never been suspended from the view. Okay. But she has said oh. plenty. Now, Megan has said some things that I actually agreed with. You know, she has she has played both sides of the fence at times. I've never agreed with any of the MAGA stuff she said. And I don't care who gets mad about it. If you're listening and you get mad, don't listen again. But anyway, um, <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but said what I said. In defense. What'd you say? In my nanny <laughs> voice, I said what I said. I said well, what, what you I said. said. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, you know I, don't, I don't necessarily see her as all bad, but no, she has never been suspended. And uh, it is quite interesting. And perhaps some combination of these reasons are why uh, Ms. Godwin chose to suspend Whoopi, you know. But uh, the fact remains, those ratings were hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She'll probably be blamed for that too. So they'll probably turn it around on her if you know what I mean. Y'all know how it goes. <laughs> Y'all know how it goes. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah. So ladies, what do you think of Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens engagement? Oh! Happy. So happy. Can I say something first? Can I say something first? Yes. Okay. Me, I love Simone by oh my gosh, she is the most cutest little chocolate drop I've ever seen. Flying Binge. like a squirrel on the beans and everything. <laughs> I just love everything what she did, what she stands for, and everything that she's done. Um, all she could for the United States and taking care of us for the Olympics trial. But when she stopped, when she backed out, that little bitch was in love. She's like, I'm not doing this shit no more. I want to go be back with my man because I really love him. She was love struck. <laughs> she was love struck and she couldn't understand. I know it, it for a fact because now he proposed to her. She is so happy. I'm happy for her. But the thing is, that's the reason why she stopped. She stopped the Olympics because she wanted to be with her man. She was love struck. <laughs> Big time. She's like, I can't take this shit no more. And I want to go back home because I miss my man. She missed the dick. I know she do. So Aww. she missed that ding, ding. She didn't want just one ding. She wanted ding, ding. Yeah, she didn't want just have one ding like Paulette had. 
What? Ding, ding. She want to live her life. She wants to live her life. She wants, she's married. I mean, she's, she's in love. Love makes you do stupid things. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. She's in love. She's in love. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for I, her. I am. I, I am too. I, she is just a little ray of, of sunshine. And, you know, I have to start off by saying I hate how, and I, I don't like to use the word hate, but I hate how social media always looks for the negative. I really do. I, my heart goes out to her because I saw an interview with her and I can't remember the other lady, but I also saw her moving on Lifetime about her life and everything that she she actually went through. And I really applaud her for getting in touch with herself, you know, her emotions and and what really deeply affected her. And when those things come out, if that is going to affect her performance, then she is okay with that stepping back because one, one, coming down on all those legs she can break those things coming all the way down with all of her weight on it even though she is a little bit i've seen it happen i when i was younger as i was in gymnastics and i seen people get hurt it all it takes is just a second and they can be hurt and if your head is not there Mm -hmm. totally whatever going on in your head whether it's the ding ding or not if you are not emotionally Mm -hmm. there you should not do it. And I wish I'd be glad when people get more in touch with their emotional and stop just reacting to things and and assuming what's going on in somebody's head. You don't know this girl. You don't know all the things she's going. It is. I'm sure it's hard to be a celebrity. It's hard to be a celebrity because I know if I was a celebrity, I'd be cussing some people. I'd be on here all the time. They'd be talking about me and my name because I'd be cussing everybody. I need some. Pro- I'm kind of like with Steve Harvey. When he said, when I go out to dinner, I want to have dinner with my wife. I want to have dinner with my family. Don't get mad at me if I don't want to sign an autograph right now. All these celebrities go through that. And and she started at a young age, at a young age. You know, I mean, she decided to give up having fun with her friends and everything to practice because she is a perfectionist. If you guys have ever seen the movie, it's just, my heart goes out to her, but I love myself some love. I love black love even more. And I am yeah. just so elated and so happy for the both of them. I, I, my, I pray that everything, you know, works out with them because this is a tough time to be in a relationship. It really is mm. for everybody. If that mental is not right, it, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I, uh, I agree that, you know, I, she had to, when she had to take a step back, I, we have to, as a society, just become, begin to be a lot more compassionate when people are struggling mentally. You know, I, as many of you know, I have um, generalized anxiety disorder and having an anxiety disorder is so debilitating at times for you physically. It, it, and anything can, can cause it because ultimately it creates an imbalance in your brain and that causes your body to do all kinds of things and have all kinds of sensations, whatever the root cause. And I don't know about her being in love or whatever. Um, I follow her on Instagram and it never looked like there was any problem or that she, you know, they were 
it, it, they were right there for each other her entire walk through this journey. At least that's how it looked to me. But, you know, I don't know what the root cause of it was. However, she's legitimately experiencing what you call the twisties, where when you're in the air, you don't know where you are. I've had the twisties and not from gymnastics. I had it from a car accident. And oh, wow. anytime I would go around a curve to this side, curving to the left, I would get the twisties. And oh, if wow. it wouldn't be that severe unless I had cars on either side of me. When I had cars on either side of me, I could not even tell where I was. Everything would go dark. And it was all I could do to keep my, to maintain my position on the road. So I can identify with those twisties. And if whatever you're going through mentally is causing you physical debilitation, you have to take a step back. So yes, yeah. I am glad she was able to walk away. I agree with you that hopefully people that are so critical on social media can take a step back and extend people grace. We'll continue to hope for that. For those who don't know, her husband-to-be is Jonathan Owens, who is a safety for the Houston Texans, for those who did not know uh, who he was. But I wish them all the best. Like you, Paulette, Black love is beautiful, and I'm just so happy for them during this yeah. February, this month of love uh, and Black history, that they are yeah. making Black history with their engagement. Oh, and he is, yeah, she definitely is. Did they get black married? Did they get engaged on, did they get engaged on Valentine's Day? or did Great they question. You put uh, yeah, me on the spot. Was it? Yeah. I think it might have been. I got. I look. think it might have been as well. And she and he didn't know who she was when they met. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he didn't know who she was. Yeah, I saw when the news broke and on Twitter, and okay. I went on their page and I congratulated them on yeah. having a happy, happy engagement in life. Now, if they're looking for a wedding officiant, hey, I'm right here. Oh, you know, girl, reach out. <laughs> You can let them know on their page, boo. I'm gonna reach out. Sure am. Right from Uncork. Yes, yes. Because yes. you know, you know, one of my one of my goals, one of my visions that I have for myself, I would love to be a official uh, married at first sight. Oh, that was a Paulette roll her eyes up. Oh wow, Paulette, that's not nice. <laughs> I would love to. When they come to Virginia, hey, yes. look up the marital minister. You're gonna April be on there. We're gonna put you on there. Girl. My name is April Ann Brown. That is me. <laughs> I'm sorry, April. I'm not just watching. to let you know. I'm <laughs> not gonna watch. Sorry. Um, I think this is a good season. Um, I think this is a good season so far. So it just and we want started. Name up in yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a fun episode, y'all. Anything else y'all want to throw out there? Uh, I think we covered a lot this tonight. Yes, we did. I think we're coming a lot tonight. Yeah, yeah. If, if you haven't heard our first two episodes of season two, be sure to follow us on any uh, podcast platforms. Our socials are Uncorked and Conversation Podcast on Facebook. Wind Down with Uncorked, also on Facebook. That is our Facebook group. Join our fantastic group of followers. We have fun on that group page. On Instagram, at Uncorked and Convo. Twitter, at Uncorked N. And on LinkedIn, 
Uncorked in Conversation podcast. Whoop, oh, and on TikTok, Uncorked in Conversation podcast. A A A. TikTok videos coming in the future. Yes, yes. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Until then, raise your glasses, ladies. Raise your glasses. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Uncorked in Conversation. This podcast is co-hosted by Linda White, April N. Brown, Paulette Irvy, and Sarita Boston. It is produced and edited by April N. Brown. The music is by Ben Sound.